Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. Good afternoon, Fags of Life. This is your week's host, Deron Dalton, and you're listening to Queer State of Mind live here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Now, we got a jam-packed show prepared for you all today. We're finally going to get a chance to talk about Kevin Hart and that controversy surrounding him, about some homophobic comments he made back in the day, and that's the reason why he's no longer hosting the 2019 Oscars. We have that tea. We're also going to be talking about all our favorite things because it's almost the end of the year, and we also have some Christmas theme themed stuff prepared for you all today. We have all the tea, shade, and more coming up in the next couple of hours, so stay the fuck tuned. This is Queer State of Mind, live on Radio Free Brooklyn, New York City's home for LGBTQ news and talk, powered by the Queer Minded Radio Network. Join the conversation live on Twitter at QSOMNYC and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Queer State of Mind. And send us your news tips, announcements, and events to QueerStateOfMindNYC at gmail.com. Hey. Now, y'all, this is your host today, Deron Dalton. And I'm going to get right into the song of the week. We have a new song from Zane. This is called There You Are. So be sure to stay tuned. You're listening to Queer State of Mind Live here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yes, that is our um uh, well my husband, excuse me. Um Zayn Malik. Yeah. Oh or Malik. Is this on? Um Oh it's, hey. Oh my It's on, girl. Are you sure? Yeah, no, everything that was that was cute. Yeah, it was cute. I, 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 you know, I don't know if I would look for it on Spotify or anything, but you know. That's 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 kinda true. I mean, you know, um <laughs> I feel like he and uh Nick Jonas have like a similar sound. Oh yeah, they actually kind of sound like the same person, don't they? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like the similar type of like R and B music, but it's like not real R and B. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, you know, like they, get, you know, like it's the, not good R and B is what it is. Not girl, talking to the mic. Well, I don't have one, girl. <laughs> um, it's not good R and B is what it is. There you go. She said it I mean, he had a, like a few good pops. By the way, we're joining the studio today by a special guest, Antoine. Introduce yourself. Hi, it's, this is Antoine Lamont. Get in that, and, get in that uh, mic, girl, like it's a dick. Hello. <laughs> there you go. Is that good? That's better? Yeah, yeah, that's a little bit better. Antoine Lamont, that's me right here. Hey, everybody. Hey, girl. Yeah, so we'll be um, talking, uh, we're going to be, I think, doing a specific interview with you later on in the hour. Um, but yeah, she's going to be around for the next couple of hours, y'all, so we have a special guest. Yes. <laughs> and she gets to talk about all the shitty things that happened in the week or in the last couple of weeks, because some of these topics are left over from last week. Yeah, um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But we're going to start off with the Justice Department um, as the Supreme Court to allow a transgender military ban on interim basis. <sighs> so how do you ladies feel about that? Um, should I read a few details from the article? Yeah, start with that. That'd be great. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, did y'all? Did y'all? <laughs> okay. So I actually did not, you know, fully read this article, but I am going to give you like the first paragraph. So the de- Department of Justice asked the Supreme Court to allow a ban on transgender people in the military uh, to temporarily go into effect while court cases challenging the plan make their way through the legal system. Um, so yeah, that's basically the the gist of what is going on. Uh, and I want to know what you ladies think about. 
Well, I'm just like, um, obviously, I, obviously, it's like, you know, the, I, I like the whole MO of the Trump organization is like, who's going to pay us to do stuff, right? So, like, I'm, yeah. I, I'm like, I'm really curious to know. I'm not curious. I mean, I have an idea of who it is, but like, I'd be, I, I'm kind of curious to know, like, uh, who is paying, like, who's paying who for this to be, go, be pushed forward? I'm like, I thought it was kind of a done deal. It's like, why? Well, it's not a done deal. I knew that, like, trans, like, trans rights activists have a, we still have a long ways to go in terms of trans rights, but like, it was just, it's just like, don't you have other things to do? Like, other people to fuck with? Like, I mean, don't you have a wall to build or something? I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. But, uh, you know. But, but you know, also it's like, I wonder, like, what, I, they're using this as a way to distract from other Mueller stuff, because obviously things are blowing up with that. So I'm like, I wonder if this is like, Ooh, yeah, one yes, more tell us a little bit about that. Oh, so Cohen, like Michael Cohen got indicted for three years, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they're like, it's like, yeah, basically Cohen like is like he threw Trump under the bus. I think like in the like in his like whatever like in like in the whatever happened. Like he basically was like saying that he was directed by Trump to do this stuff. So like is like it's like if there's like clear evidence now right. that Trump did that. So that's like the next big thing. So I wonder if this is also part of that. Like that whole you know this stuff. evil's multi uh, plan is multi layered. It's just not one thing. You know. So this yeah. is what they do, this girl. Is what they do. I mean, this is how you distract. This is how you. Like, you know, like, this is a way to get people up in arms while, you know, they're trying to, you know, get that, that Trump Tower built in Moscow or something with Saudi Arabia or Jared Kushner's chief of staff. I mean, there's so many things that, like, just to distract people. Although he's not, he, I think Mick Mulvaney was announced as the chief of staff, which is going to be. Very oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, I'm like, so who's going to run OMB? <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Girl, they keep fucking with the trans girls just for, like, I know. just because they can. Because they can. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I said. You say girls as a very. Yeah. It's a very. All-inclusive yeah, you're right. But you're right, though. Yeah, you're right. Actually. The trans boys and girls. Yes. Yeah. Trans people. <laughs> yes, trans people. Yeah. Um, yes. So we're going to get into this next topic. Um, we're going to keep it moving along. So Jerry Seinfeld actually commented on um, the Kevin um, Hart Oscar um, controversy. And he said, basically, you know, Kevin's going to be fine and stuff like that. And we didn't really get a chance to talk about Kevin Hart on last week's show. We had it was a very like he- t- um, heavy topic um, episode, and I wanted to um, hear about what you ladies thought about this whole. Uh, I still have yet to read the actual tweets. I realize I've read them either. I mean, yeah, I, I did not read the tweets. Well, I read his replies and mm-hmm. his apologies, but I don't know exactly what happened. So I, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm a little lost on you that. You know what? Maybe I can pull this up really quickly. Well, I, the consensus yeah. was he's tweeted some anti-gay, some anti-gay sentiments uh, over you know his career on Twitter. Yeah, right. Um, Back in like 2010. Yeah. Exactly. Like, and since you know, since making those tweets, he has addressed those and publicly apologized to them before. I'm not sure exactly when, but that is sort of the consensus. What happened was when he was offered the the hosting gig, when the Academy discovered this after the fact, they said, well, you basically have to re-apologize and sort of, you know, say the error of your ways in order for us to continue to have you as a host. If you don't apologize again, then you have, we have to rescind the offer. So he decided not to apologize again and to not you know, to relinquish his duty as being host of this year, of next year's Oscars. Right, he like semi apologized and it was just like I'm not doing that. Um, so it was kinda like, uh, you know, well I mean I, I get it and I don't. I mean if he has previously apologized to it, you know personally I think he shouldn't have been offered the the the, the gig, you know, 
the academy should have done a better job of sort of researching this and sort of i mean uh, but it's just like people like to like dig things from out the earth you know like and it's, it's, it's so that's in the age of social media that's what yeah. happens that's why you shouldn't have a twitter and you shouldn't have, <laughs> this is true or delete 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 in january i'm gonna go off the grid completely in january Ooh, that's a good that's a good goal. Yeah, yeah and, and it's like once you put something like that online, it's there. It's there. And it's so there. you you just have you just have it to look at and remember. But I don't know I don't know necessarily how he really feels because if he just gave up that position and with the, with a you know Lackluster apology, it just perspectives seems perspectives have evolved, et cetera, et cetera. How much of it I believe, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, that's basically what he said, and then he was just like, you know what, uh, you know, um, I'm not going to be the host of the Oscars. That's basically he said that in like a tweet or something like that, or in a statement. Um, but that's pretty much it. Uh, Mike, you got something to say? Oh, um, well, I mean, I mean, I feel like in the aftermath, like, because like, isn't like basically they're like, oh, we're not going to have a host for the Academy Awards. It's going to be like SNL style, just like a bunch of random skits. I honestly don't know, but you know, like a lot of people have thrown out other names, like Tiffany Haddish, right, and The Rock, and I wanted to know what you all thought about either one of them hosting the Oscars. Like, who would you want to see as the host? She's fabulous. I love her. Yeah, she Tiffany Haddish. So we're talking about Tiff. Okay, because <laughs> sure. you yeah. know when we say she, you know. Oh yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right sorry um, tiffany is awesome yeah I, I would love to see her yeah i would totally watch that also the fact mm. that like they like I, I think i read one article where they were like oh you're not gonna have him but then like they ha- didn't have any other names and none of them were female and they were like so you're not gonna have like you're, you're even considering a female host right so right it's like come on guys like, so who's in the running have they even announced who might be in the running i don't know i just like i this is the last thing i have seen on this um, I feel like if there were people in the running, it definitely would be all over Twitter. Um, I don't think I mean, they've the been. The Oscars uh, are now in three months, so they need to find someone. Yeah. Soon. <laughs> soon. I mean, it's, it's, there's still a, it's, time. It's, it's, it, no, well, I mean, if you look at the way those programs work and how everything is timed, and you have to sort of writing it, going through it. Yeah, they have time, but it's a time crunch. Like, right. you have to sort of have it down packed by like February. Right. Right. All right. So we have one more topic here that we're going to get into this vocal master. Yeah, we're or we are on a roll, and I wonder why we're on a roll. Oh, <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, why, why are things just going so, along? So, so grinder, <laughs> the grinder exec resigned. You know, like the the yeah the grinder executive. He resigned from um the company um after the president says marriage uh, marriage is between a man. and and a woman now i don't think we talked about this last week i could okay okay i i, I remember someone bringing it up and um yeah i also want to get y'all thoughts on this but i am going to read a little bit of of it from the article um because i heard it through like the grapevine but i have not read anything about it um and it says here the head of communications for the gay dating app grinder has stepped down and uh, it's basically over a Facebook post made by the company's president, which appeared to oppose same-sex marriage. Um, that's basically the gist of it. Um, is this is the president straight or gay? That's the part I am not too sure of. Grindr and is owned by some like sort of Chinese billionaire of some sort. It was bought a while, but like, I don't know when. No, I think it was better. bought like maybe like two years ago. Yeah, I am looking for. I have the name of the person uh, who who was the head of communications who stepped down, but I do not have the name of the person who um, is the company's president. I think it's Scott Chen. Uh, okay, 
And so, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and is he straight or gay? Um, he is. I mean, because based the... on what he says, I would assume he's heterosexual. Yeah, I'm assuming that. Oh, yeah, the article I, I don't. But then again, Dolce & Gabbana said the exact same thing. Or said the thing about adoption of children. And Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, Chen, uh, yeah, no, it doesn't say if he is, uh, heterosexual or not, but I'm assuming he probably is. Um, also, you know, this is, uh, this is really, I, I feel like also just like, in, like with Grinder in general, yeah, especially, I mean, I feel like since it's just became, like, there's just been issues with it since it's been because it's owned by a Chinese, uh, by a Chinese billionaire. Um, you know, they had like whole leak with the HIV status. Um, just, I think also too, like there's just been an issue with like location data in general, and just like yeah, how, how much Grinder knows. They, well, you know that's the, the that's the thing with um all the tech giants these days. You know, like how much of their um, personal information they have, how much you know, like data they have on mm-hmm. us, uh, or that oh. we feel comfortable with right. them sharing our personal yeah. data, basically. And that brings us. Um, oh, actually, can I talk about you? About you hear about Facebook with the sex workers? Oh no, I was about to talk about Spotify. I was going to switch it to pop culture, but oh. you know, you know, oh, like. Okay. T- this real quick you know because you know like well 2018 wraps that's technically them sharing your personal data but i think most people like it but there are still some people who are just like no i don't feel comfortable with this and i saw this tweet when i was researching the story i was writing about it uh where the guy was just like here is my uh spotify 2018 wraps and it was completely empty because he's just like i don't use the damn app because you're not about to share my personal information every year oh that's so funny um so yeah i mean like people feel strongly about not having any of their personal information being shared even if it's their musical but the difference with that is you opt in to have that shared you don't have to do it if you don't want to it's not like spotify arbitrarily pushes and says i don't know you listen to miley cyrus for 47 hours this year or something like that it's like you have to opt in to sort of divulge that information so i'm kind of true but for some people it's just like the the fact that it's there (sighs) yeah but, I mean, <laughs> about some that. people I mean, need to get over it. I mean, I would like to know how much I listen to certain songs. I know because I, I felt like, oh, I listened to Kylie Minogue for like nine days straight. That's really fascinating. I did not know that. All mm. I listened to was SZA, Janet, and her. That's oh, all. I, I that's it. all I listened to this year. Apparently, yeah, according to Spotify. Yeah. yeah, I definitely want to know what everyone listened to. Yeah. Um, that was part of like you know second hour, but you know, like we like to switch things up here. Uh, for me, I think it was Janet Jackson, then T. Allen Taylor. Taylor. Actually, I can check mine right now. Uh, well, Tiana Taylor's album was like my most played album or something like that. Yeah. Tiana Taylor. Yeah, I mean, that album was literally 22 minutes. It's wow. just constantly on it's repeat. It's like an EP. Yeah. It's, 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 I mean, it's technically an album because I think it's nine songs. But eight. It's, well, eight or nine. Yeah. 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 But um, I consider it an EP. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was Kylie, Janelle Monet, Blackpink, Cardi B, and this Korean group called Luna. I was like basically my entire 2018. Yeah, I just remember Janet Jackson. Maybe yeah, that- mine was Janet, her, SZA, and everything but the girl. Oh, really? Yeah, I love everything but the girl. I love them out. Okay. Yeah, I think I also had I also had uh, Cardi B and Donna Summer. Oh God, yeah. bless her. Yeah. Aww. What about you? What was your? I had so many, but I wasn't on Spotify. Unfortunately, I need to get Spotify. But um, oh, okay. Who did I listen to? I listened to um, SZA. Okay. Yes, I um I got onto SZA and Sydney and who else Beyonce, and that's you it. mean the Carter SZA and Beyonce. Yeah. I did. I think I did Cardi B. Cardi B was more when I heard her out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was out and there was Cardi B everywhere. Right, right. So I just like you know I was immersed in Cardi B and I love her. She's fabulous. Now I need a clarification. Are you talking about the Carters or are you talking about Beyonce? 
Oh, Ooh, the, like real the Beyonce. Carters, the Carters too. I, I love that album as well. Right, but we're we're talking about like Beyonce overall. We're not just talking about that 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 album. Oh, that. <laughs> so What's how funny you is that I love Beyonce. Has not so showed up on any best of lists this year. I love Beyonce's voice. So it's it's about her voice. It's, you about, know? it's about a lot of things for me. Right. So I listen to Beyonce. And gotcha. the Carters as well. Gotcha. Yeah. But the Carters is secondary. That's all I wanted to confirm. Uh, <laughs> everything is uh, love. I mean, like, that shouldn't be funny. You know, like, we all kind of expected that. Like, I think if people put it on, like, a best stuff list, it was going to be, like, a stretch, basically. Right. It's not, it's not a bad... No. It's I don't not know. a like, bad album, but Jay, it's like... Jay is a critic darling. Anything that he puts out, people love. And there Beyonce, been, to a degree, I loved as it. well. Right. I loved it So a lot. it's like, I'm kind of shocked that it was, like... Pitchfork didn't put it in their top 50. But that's my point. You can't just no. put something in there because people are usually a critical dar- uh, darling. And I'm glad people didn't. You know, like right. in the sense of like, we can't criticize people that we I don't know. Love it could have been well. like number 47. <laughs> that's, okay, that's fair. Like, it depends on how like, many. They put, like, I have major beef because like, I love looking at these year-end lists right. Um, every every year around December. And I was also very shocked that Janelle Monae's Dirty Computer didn't end up on Pitchfork's. What? Pitchfork omitted dirty computer that was a it omitted album. the black panther soundtrack really it omitted yeah. like it, it omitted like four major releases that i'm like i don't understand how you know or were they all black crazy. oriented two out of the three were okay that, I, they- that I list that i listed all right so so it was for me it was black panther it was janelle monet and it was um fuck, what was the other one shit i'm blanking on the third that i was just like that should be on the list somewhere i'm not saying it should be in the top 10, but it should be. Uh-huh. Janelle should be oh, in the definitely. top 10, if not in the number one. NPR rated it the best album of the year. Oh, wow. I just got my vinyl yeah. yesterday. So oh, nice. I mean, it's That's nominated album. for album of the year. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really fucking good. Yeah, it's, I, I don't understand Pitchfork's relation as to why they didn't put it on the list. That's so crazy. And they have yet to answer my, my tweet. Ooh, <laughs> oh, bitch, you tweeted about it. Yeah, I didn't even know you tweet. had a Twitter. Well, I don't. I, I mean, I didn't tweet about it. I posted it on their Facebook thing. I was oh, like, okay. I straight up asked them. I was like, the fuck? Right. But, you know, maybe it's because it's Facebook. You know, people... Oh, maybe, they think, sometimes respond on Facebook. Really? I find, I find, it dep- yeah, it depends on what the company yeah. has, like you know, like a, you know, a, basically a community manager. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they sometimes respond. I, I doubt that I'll get a response to that, but you know what you could do is get on Twitter and I, you know what, I'll do it. I'll, I'm going to look at who, which writers were a part of like uh, compiling the list, and I'm going to reach out to them on Twitter and be like, look, yo, I just don't understand how the Black Panther soundtrack and Janelle Monae's right, yeah, they're both that's like, amazing. I just, that's like, it just doesn't make any sort of sense. They're both how albums they're both of the year. Albums. They're both yes. albums of the year, yeah. and they both were nominated for album of the year yeah. at the um, Grammys. So yeah. That makes they're no fucking nominated. sense. Yeah. Makes no I'm sense. not saying that they should, but they should be on that list. Right? Not. Is a Star Is Born right. on that list? Um. You know what? I don't think it was either. Oh. Maybe that was the Wait, other. What? Is it a list of 20? Like, no, it's, is- a top, it's a Pitchfork's <laughs> top 50. But remember, Pitchfork is like a sort of a snobbish publication when it, or at least it tries to be a snobbish publication when it comes to like these lists. They try to choose. Oh, is, that off, like, is that an excuse off, for them? Oh, or like, I'm it's like, not an excuse for them. Like but I'm they're, just trying they're to, known sort of to be see snobbish. their rationale because I'm like, well, Janelle, I don't consider Janelle Monet a very mainstream. Well, maybe no, she she could be. She's mainstream in my. She's opinion. mainstream in the sense she's that now. now she yeah. is in major movies, but she's that shouldn't movies. make any sense. Right. That shouldn't make sense to me. I, I have no idea why they didn't include. Like they included some things that I didn't think they would like. They included the Internet's new album, which I think is a brilliant record. Um, so they inc- they include things that I Damn do best. like and that I do agree with, but there are some things that. Just, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, how can you omit that? It just doesn't make any sense. Mm. 
get it together, Pitchfork. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting, rooting, for, rooting you. for you. <laughs> Literally. No, because I use together. Pitchfork sometimes, you know, for... I use Consequence of Sound more. I think Consequence of Sound is more even keel, and they, they're they good about... I kind of have to agree on that. They're they're good about covering every genre of music. Right. Um, but you know, my favorite is Bill Burger, just because it's, you know, pop music oriented. <sighs> Girl, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean... <laughs> I know, I know, I know. No, no, no I like it because it's just shit. like, it helps me do my job. I know. Easy. It's like, well, I can get straight is, to the point. You exactly. Know? But the Billboard only covers whatever charts on billboard that's that's it they're never gonna they're never gonna cover an artist like the internet that's true but that's what's gonna bring in votes girl i have to cover the pop music artists and then like you know like they might not be pop music but they're popular artists for their genres so those artists too so they will be in billboard so anybody in billboard i probably cover including the the country girls i I like listening to country you know as i'm writing apparently i guess i need to be listening to this casey musgraves album because it's apparently made every single one of people's like best of lists it ranked number three in in pitchfork is that the one that we did not know nominated for album there was one person she's nominated (laughs) she's nominated for album of the year as well it's always one person who's like who the fuck are you she's like i i know of her because i have a friend who's a massive fan of hers Mm -hmm. and i've yet to listen to the record so i know i can't guess weigh in we can talk more her. about this. I've heard her voice. She she has a pretty voice because she has a duet with Miguel that I really okay. like. Okay. Yeah, oh. she did a, a remix of Miguel's Waves and it was on his Rogue Waves EP. And that's mm. that's the only thing that I've ever heard her on. Yeah, we can talk more about this in the second hour. There's actually um, some artists that you, um, Jose, have put me on to this year. Or some songs. You're welcome. Yes. You know, WTP was actually like my most played song of the year. I know. You mentioned that. Yeah, it was either... It's a great track. It was either that it's or a, Keep Pushing. Which, it's... It's a really good use of a sample. In fact, we should do like a year end thing and put yeah. that is it's one yeah. of my favorite songs. I do love it. I kind of was thinking like we our music could I thought about it after the fact, but our music could probably be like the best of music that we had from the year. Uh, but, you know, I wanted to. But I, I chose like like Christmas. for Vocal Master, I chose holiday tracks and yeah. then I chose like for break music, new music, because that's kind of sort of what I like Vocal do. Master. Who do we have? So it's holiday edition. So I decided to choose three different female voices that I absolutely love for Vocal Master, and they all recorded holiday Christmas songs. Uh, the first one is, is it Darlene Love's uh, Christmas Please Come Home? I forget the order how I put it in. So I'm, I know it's Darlene Love's uh, Christmas Please Come Home, which is considered to be a signature Christmas canon song. Everyone's heard it. The second one is one of my personal favorites. I tur- I got turned on to this record uh, by Sharon Jones, I think, two or three years ago. Um, she recorded a holiday album. I think it's it was her last album before she died. Wow. Um, and the song is Ain't No Chimneys in the Ghetto. Wait, what? Yeah, that's the name of the... It's a, it's a holiday song, and it's called Ain't No Chimneys in the Ghetto. Wow. And then the final song is uh, Eurythmics' uh, version of Winter Wonderland. Ooh. Which is on a very mm. special Christmas from, like, 1980-something. Wow. Okay. Nice. So we're going to get into all this Christmas theme holiday cheer. You're listening to Chris State of Mind live here on Radio Free Brooklyn. We will be right back in a moment. You're listening to Queer State of Mind, New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Stay connected with all the tea and more. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash queer state of mind and follow us on Twitter at QSOMNYC. Yes, welcome back. If you're just now joining us, you're listening to Queer State of Mind live here on Radio Free Brooklyn. We have Miss Sa- uh, Sadu Carmo in the studio. Um, yes, yes, she finally made it here, all the way from the country of the Bronx. 
Oh, that's, that's, that's <laughs> you're like you're on the other side of Westeros. I was, was. I was. You know, oh, I was gosh. telling him I almost died this morning when I fell out the shower at the gym. Luckily, nobody was watching. Did your towel stay on? Or oh, girl, no, because this is the glamorous part, bitch. You know, I forgot since I didn't um, take my gym. I didn't have my gym bag with me. I um, I had to go very old school, homeless, chic. Mm. And I gather a whole bunch of paper towels on the gym. It was very special. Yes, yes, that's what I did, Jose. Do not judge me. You're looking at me like that. <laughs> but, you know, I wasn't going to be funky. You know, I took my shower, you know, mm. did my little paper towel rough, put on my pants. And as soon as I stepped out, flat. Lucille Roberts Fitness for Women doesn't have towel service? Lucille <laughs> Roberts Fitness for Women. All of a sudden, now she got jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, Lucy Roberts does not have towels on it. <laughs> but yes, but we're back. What's going on, Chia? What's so I think we are going to do this um this interview. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm ready. Okay. okay. <laughs> she, she just put out there. So we have one of my favorite people who I met a long, long time ago. Um, He was a bartender at... um. Oh, Shit, I'll keep forgetting the name of the bar. The Candle Bar. The Candle Bar <laughs> on 74th in Amsterdam? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. So I stroll in there one day, honey. I see this thing behind the counter. I said, oh, what's this right here, honey? He was just very, very smiley, very friendly. He's from Ohio, too. You know, so we had a little Ohio thing. And been friends since then. And he's just wonderful. So tell a little bit about yourself. Uh, Hey, so we were talking earlier. I'm Antoine Lamont. Oh, yeah. Um, So Sadu and I, we, yeah, we met at the Candle Bar what do you want to know um, specifically? Just tell, tell me, me what you're doing, yeah. you know, you know, what you're about. Okay. You know? um, so, uh, yes, as you said, I'm originally from Ohio. Xenia is where I grew up. Um, I um, was born in Nashville, Tennessee, moved to Ohio, Dayton, Xenia, and I moved to New York when I was 18 to uh, study musical theater at AMDA. And wow. so um, when I met you, Sadu, it was a couple years after school. Yeah. And um, I think I had already... I had just come back from a hairspray tour, uh, the network's hairspray tour, and I was oh, no, no, she's the real thing, honey. No, no, I was she... working as a bartender, yeah. you know, in between uh, gigs. That's how you, you know, kind of keep up with, you know, with rent if you're not working, um, right? You know, constantly. So we, I, we, I met you then, and that was after tour, and it, yeah, like that's kind of some of uh, the way that I've been, uh, you know. Uh, I guess mapping my career or taking a break here and there, I would come back to uh, bartending right. or go back to the service industry because it's so you know convenient. And uh, then doing it's a good skill to have. Yeah. I mean, especially when you're touring and when in the arts. The thing about it is the thing that's good about the arts is it's fun, but it's also very drainful. Right. A lot of people don't get how drainful it is performing. It's like it's very very drainful, and you have to kind of sometimes step back from it to really enjoy it you right, know right. you know in that sense because i know when you're probably doing hairspray that grind because were you doing seaweed um no i was not doing seaweed i, I did cover seaweed though oh, yeah I, yeah so, i was in the ensemble it was fabulous yeah i mean but that's a night after night after night after night after eight night shows same week. shows the week same yeah, fuck yeah. you have to bring that energy every night just just every night you know I mean, I remember when I, I was doing like a lot of operas and stuff. I mean, granted, I was drunk half the time. Yeah, when I met you, you were uh, you were, <laughs> you were drunk. You were still doing opera. <laughs> I was still. And you, would, you would come in and and you would like you practiced a little bit for me one time. And you said that's that's all you're gonna get. Oh yeah, girl. Because <laughs> you were like, I'm not gonna do it out out loud at the bar. And I was like, okay. no, 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 no. I wasn't gonna do it out loud at the bar. But I mean, I'm I, 2019 because of my dear friend, Mister Micah. I am actually going to go back into opera. 
That's great. I went to you the should. opera. I got inspired at the opera. I sat. I was watching the opera like a fucking hawk when we went to yeah, the opera were. this week. I was week. fast asleep. Yeah, she was fast asleep. Oh, I was over here. Like, oh my god! I was taking it all in. So you know. <laughs> so tell the people what you're doing now. You know, because well, I know you're doing a lot of stuff. Yes. Um, let's see. Let's go. I give you that list, and I'm now, now, now I'm like, girl, kinda, just I'm start from kinda, the beginning and keep going. Well, at, at the moment, right now. Um, See, I'm just back recently from uh, the Book of Mormon national tour. Um, I was in uh, Sydney, Australia yeah. with them for a few months. And then um, she's, she's real, that, I was on tour with the Book of Mormon throughout the United States and Canada. So I'm just back in, uh, in New York and I'm trying to get settled, looking to get an apartment soon. Um, uh, what else? I am promoting now uh, just on the side, also working part time at the Triad Theater as a house manager. Um, and currently I've been writing again. So just recently, um, last week, I did a, a performance at the West End, yep. Upper West Side, and um, I sang uh, two original songs, three actually, three original songs that I wrote, I saw the clip. along with some other uh, artists as well. So I'm starting to write again, and I think I want to go uh, a different direction now. So now that I'm like kind of a reset, resetting myself back here in the city, um, well, Bushwick, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and uh, getting reacquainted with the city, I... Um, I'm exploring other talents that I have and, you know, broadening my horizons. So that's what I'm doing now, working on, um, you know, writing and that's keeping, what my, keeping my face out there as much as possible. So I'm uh, always like kind of fatu- infatuated with people who are writers and I tell them all the time, I went to school, I can do my notes on it, I can compose, but I'm not a songwriter. That is a gift. And his songs I heard in the clip is really, really good, y'all. Really, thank really you, good. Thank you. That was really good. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate so, it. Um, what, um, I was going to say, so what was it like, like touring, like doing a book in Mormon? Like she's the real, she's the real deal, honey. You know, <laughs> she knows she on real tours, girl. You know, what was it like? And I always wanted well, to do something like that, you know, but I, I love touring. I love traveling. And, and I always say the best way to travel is to do it on someone else's dime. Um, hey, Amen. And, and also so true. if you can get paid to do what you love, it's really great. So, um, I, I love touring. There was, there were, there were so many experiences that i went through out there on tour um from very good to like almost uh, you know your worst nightmare for some people um and i have to say that they've taught me every lesson they've taught me so many lessons between every experience and you know i i just have to say that as like being back here in the city i my eyes uh just i can see so much more clearer when it comes to um you know uh politics um the social justice system as we were talking about um it's kind of everywhere like the same the same things that are happening here in new york are happening everywhere and then there there's so much ignorance throughout spread throughout the throughout the united states and even uh some of canada that you know you you find these surprising pockets like wow these people don't know anything like right. I look mm-hmm. like you know me walking into a bar sometimes and um i think i was in can't remember maybe wichita kansas mm. you know like they they love to see the the show they're the arts people of course know who we are they um they're used to seeing people of color mm. around but then there's some people who are just like oh hey. wow i've never i haven't seen a black person this close in a long time and it's, mm. it's like it's alarming. Oh. and then you, you know, like, keep I, that in your I, head I, sir and I, feel, and I feel that right and then also we're getting to see uh people with uh open arms that they have like fire guns like like guns on their pocket just like oh, yeah. out on the street and i'm like wow i'm standing right next to someone who has a gun mm-hmm. girl and, and i was i was like you know in so many different predicaments that i just i looked i was like wow this is 
it's alarming. It's crazy. A lot of that stuff we talked about is right in your face. Mm-hmm. It's right in your face. So, um, those were some of the uh, eye-opening experiences that, and, and which is like uh, one of the um, my songs I wrote is called "Waking Up." Um, there's a lot that I'm waking up about um, when it comes to being a gay black man in in the in the world in the United States, and it's it is it's time for it's everybody. It's a job, to wake up. honey. It's, it's a job it's, being a black queen. It is, uh, you, know. you know, big job. So, but that uh, that's what I've learned. Um, what I loved about getting to see all of these amazing cities and uh, these different people and having so many different experiences is that there is still love everywhere. Even though that, that, you know, we have this, you know, um, hatred, we have this, uh, misunderstanding, we ignorance, most, mostly ignorance, you know, staring us right in the face. There's still love everywhere. You look around, like you, um, you feel it every day. And that's, that is, uh, there's got to be some kind of balance. There's got to be some kind of give and take. And I don't know exactly why that has to be, but at the end of the day, we keep progressing as a people in knowing what's going on while it's actually happening. Well, we also have to be, yeah, we also have to be aware of what we're, you know, of of our surroundings. The thing about uh, us being men of color is we are not operating on the same level as the other people. Like we notice things that people don't. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, I had a, uh, I had talked to a friend one time. There was a bar that wasn't letting pe- people of color in, and and then this person said to me, "Well, let me." Uh, my friend goes there, so I ask him if it's like that. I was like, "Your friend's not going to know because your friend's not black, right? Because he's not looking for that. He's they not inherently. Know, right. He's like, how would you? He was like, how well, how do you know he won't understand? I was like, he's not inherently going to notice that. He's not gonna when you walk in." Every one of us, when we walk in somewhere, we know how many Latin people are there. <laughs> like, you know, we just yeah. count it out real right. quickly. That's mm-hmm. the first thing we do. Mm-hmm. Every time. Every time, period. Yeah. And then we decide how we're going to function within this. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was last night, girl. Sometimes yeah. we do it without even knowing that's what we're doing. Exactly. We're so, doing it's, right. it's, so, it's so part of who we are. Yeah, right? It's yeah. like, yeah. there's five people here. There's 100 white people. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, this is what mm-hmm. I'm going to add. This is what I need to be. Well, okay, let's go. There have been so many Program. times I look, I look around in a room uh, and I'm the only chocolate dot up in there. And I'm and I just I'm so surprised. I'm like, oh wow, this is. Right. I haven't been in a situation like that like since school. Like you know, in school, mm-hmm. I was I was often the only black kid in in certain uh, groups, and uh, then I also had you know moments of diversity as well. Yeah. Do people was, yeah. do people come up to you? Sorry, because you up. Do people come up to you and like when you're in those spaces like that? I always find people come up to me and they say, and they, they come to talk about black things. I'm yes. like, girl, I want to talk. I like um. I, what I up, don't man? know that they say like the first greeting can be what up and I'm like okay yeah, okay no 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 child like, say, I'm sorry what? how are you <laughs> hello how are you doing nice to meet you kindly What's and, the, up? and then you also get uh, then you also get the other people who actually just talk to you as a human being which is great yeah but uh yes the dynamic uh, can change depending on what what situation you're in yeah. you were saying Michael. yeah I mean it's also just interesting <laughs> to see when, that, when you know you're the only person of color in a room of white people in New York City you're just like. This city is so diverse. Like, how is it that this one person only invited white people? Girl, don't talk right. about industry like that. Right. No, oh. I'm sorry. What? What? Excuse you? What? What you Nothing. Me? Okay. So don't talk about industry like that. Oh. <laughs> oh. I don't go there anymore. Also, there I was actually there last night. I was there last night. Were you there? Was it? Was it the people? Was it diverse? I have to say. Ish. I have to say, industry. I have seen a lot of different races in industry, but mm-hmm. I also do know that Hell's Kitchen in general is 
predominantly white. So, but girl, you got to go to Asian therapy. Well, that's the best. And I've, I've, I, I, <laughs> I, like, what I is appreciate that? Asian therapy. I know, like, I understand what, I understand yeah. what it means. It's so, just, it's just, uh, heavily, it's heavily, you know. So, Jose, pretty much what has happened was but, they have been co-opting. So, oh like, the Latinos, well, the young queen, the young Latinos and the young black queens, the co-opted boxers, HK. I mean, boxers in general have been a little bit more diverse in right. general. Ever since we lost G-Line. But therapy, <laughs> therapy, I wonder when that girl, I mean, it was Asian down, like 95%. Yeah. And this is not like, these are Asian queens who are Asian men who like Asian men. I mean, they just got there. They, it got so Asian. They hire more Asian DJs and people right. and they play K-pop yeah. and other stuff because it's become that. It's kind of amazing. So when yeah. I go on Saturday nights, I think nights, it's amazing. I think it's, I think it's amazing. I Saturday that. nights when I go to, go out, if I go out, go to therapy, Asian therapy, all the white people are across the street industry. I yeah. shit you not. It's literally the black, it, it, the black people are the black people are boxers, the black and Latin are boxers, the Asians are therapy, and the white was that industry. Mm-hmm. That's a mess. I think, I think, and everybody's that rice. Accurate. I'll say well, that. Much. Does rice. rice is very diverse yeah. in that sense. Yeah. Well, rice. Oh no, all the fish is that rice. I'm sorry. That's true. <laughs> Did you go there? No, so but tell the people your handles, like you know your Instagram, oh yes. everything, your Jack girl. How we reconnect? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, re- we reconnected. True story. Jack. I was on Jack. I mean, but honestly, I looked at her. I was like, number, I was like, so, yeah, we, I was like, down. I said, I was like, Antoine. She said, Yeah, girl. I said, Bitch, what you doing? I said, like, You wanted me for a drink? She's like, I'll meet you. That's that's exactly. That was exactly how it happened. I was just like, No, no, this was before. I was in my bed. I said, Girl, meet me at the Bushwick Public House. Okay. Just live right up the street. Yeah, I was like, literally, I'm not, I'm not that's going how into the city today. I was, I'm just gonna hang out in Brooklyn. That's yeah, so what the boys are doing, and we just and came then, by. <laughs> that's how. That's all that happened. Girl, that's right great. there. Yeah. Well, tell the people your handle and all uh, your so handles. You can find me on Instagram at the only Antoine Lamont. Um, Antoine is it's spelled A N T Y O N L E M O N T E. The only Antoine Lamont. Let's see what else. Uh, Facebook Antoine Lamont or uh, hashtag Live for Antoine. And uh, yeah, that's it. Girl, such a stupid Negro name, honey. That's up like Antoine Lamont. <laughs> like she you know she's like a guest on like in on one of those uh, on political shows. Oh. An analyst, honey. Mm. You know that she went okay. to you know, a, a, you know a, 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 a HBCU. Ooh. You know. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very so much. So what else is going on, smart. girl? We'll, we'll return. What else? What else we're talking about here? Uh, Mother mustache, talk- honey. <laughs> we're gonna talk about um, an awful lot of people. Okay. Ooh, are watching a lot of awful lesbian porn. Oh, let's talk about lesbian porn. Oh, oh my God, speaking of porn. I saw that chart. Uh-huh. It's a world chart. Let me say this. I was so proud of the African continent. What we do now? No, no, no. I'm not sure if this is the chart. No, no. So there was a chart about how what people watch, where they are. <sighs> the people on the African continent, in the Arab part of North Africa, they watch Arab porn. The part that's predominantly black, they watch black porn. Nothing else. Oh, you're like each other. You're like yourselves. <laughs> and everywhere else does everything else. But literally the continent, right? Like, no, we black watch. porn, Arab porn. That's like funny. on the regions. Funny. Wow. I mean, that's, I mean, so in this particular article. Lesbian porn. There are two cultural truths universally acknowledged among queers. Too many lesbian characters on screen die. And that too many performers in lesbian porn have long nails. Oh, it's yeah. also pretty widely known that lesbian porn is one of the most popular categories of not safe for work entertainment there is. In, to, in 2018, was no exception. Uh, according to new reports from Pup, uh, Pornhub excuse me, and YouPorn, um, two of the world's biggest porn sites, it, w- it was in higher demand than any other drama this year, particularly among women. 
women on both sites were more likely to use lesbian than any other search term while it came in as um, the sixth most popular among men on Pornhub and the tenth most popular among men on YouPorn. Who likes lesbian porn? It's terrible. I know, but also only 45% (laughs) of porn directors are women, which, I mean, most men. I mean, I don't want to see nobody scissoring, bitch. I mean, that's old school, honey. You know, I think it'd be kind. Of, like, I would love if, like, we were like to go back to like the way of the seventies, where like, you can like go to a theater, like a real theater, and watch porn. Oh, girl, I used to do that. Oh, oh wait. Oh, bitch. I did. I did that. In oh, da- I did, did that in Dayton. Didn't someone get kicked out? out of- yes, yeah. girl. My dear sister. I'm not gonna call her by her name. I'll say her name is uh, uh, you Dustin porn. Flakey. Is her uh-huh. name? <laughs> she got kicked out of the porn theater, honey. That'd be fun, like like the good old days of Deep Throat, where you can like go to like the AMC. No, and I go. actually, it was. I was. I remember it was a theater that actually had theater seats and was a big, huge screen. And honey, she so, lived. So how it was in Dayton. It'd be like PB like Herman. That's what happened to him. Right? He, he got his dick out and got arrested. Uh, yeah, that was. So how does that work? I mean, you just sit there and watch it, just like a regular movie. Girl, it's a bunch of people watching. Yeah, and girls are doing. Showing. It works the way it works. It's like girls sucking dick in the park. It just works. Oh, some people be behind. Okay. See, some, oh yes, of course, there's stuff going on. Yeah. Wait, like, I just like, so they're not watching it. Girl, like I, took the, like, right. I took the. I took the. I was downtown Dayton. I remember this. I was downtown Dayton. My friend was like, "Girl, I'm not going to be home till four. And I had gotten downtown Dayton like twelve forty-five. So well, I need something to do. And I had looked in the back of the magazine. This back in the day when you there was no cell phone like that. It said, "Oh, there's a." porn shop on this avenue here so i got directions i found the well bus went there and i took the bus and i went there got my life it was a good time nice and then i went you know she said what did you do girls i went to the porn theater this they were fine they, they were a good time i kind of oh, missed it a little bit i went to one in porn philly theater. too they don't exist anymore they don't exist anymore no there was one in philly that was by the bar oh, yeah. uh that was like by the apple store so you had to know it was there to know it was there so i mean it's very like you know, it was it 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 served his purpose. You know, yeah. but the thing about it is, it's like the apps killed the ahead. apps killed all of that. You know, because you know the apps pretty much mm-hmm. the app killed all of that. Like I'm an old school girl, you know, and when I'm gonna be a nasty bitch girl. I like to go in the woods, girl. The part I'm an old school bitch. I, I like know, to, that's probably a little. And there's something about that intensity. Like it's gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Getting arrested or yeah. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah like, you, you know. You might get bit by a spider. You know. No, oh, did you get bit by a spider somewhere, girl? No, I don't think. No, I did not. I didn't get any Lyme disease or anything like that. Mm. What did you get though? <laughs> That's the question. I mean, no. Um, well, have you, you done know. any of those things before? Um, actually, no. But um, really, that's a, oh, we should change your life. Go, let's go to just, Fire Island. So you can do. That. I mean, just in like bathroom stalls. That's about it. But everybody does. You that. better tap your foot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not the three taps, bitch. Tap, 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 honey. <laughs> they have a lot of sex show at Cherry Hill, don't they? Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Cherry Hill. Wait, wait no, Cher- Cherry Grove. Sorry, Cherry Hill. Listen to me, Cherry Grove. Like there was a live sex show. I think I saw it two summers ago. They oh, had, like actual that. like porn stars. I mean, it wasn't like watching full on porn, but you. I don't want to see that though. I'm good. Like I, that one is that once the production is doesn't feel authentic, right? I know that sounds <laughs> very weird. You want to make it feel like they like they love each other. <laughs> yeah. No. Passion is nice to see. Passion between, is not, not love, yeah, no but matter you know, if it's porn or not, you know. Exactly. But I feel like they're Passion doing their job. But when, like when you just see when you see it happen in that sense, you know, it's just it's like watching a straight go go boy at I'm a good, gay I'm good, party, I'm good. right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, you're you're not enjoying this. No, right? It's just like <laughs> you know, 
So, oh, but you, girl, you a tap, 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 a girl. girl. I cannot but, imagine Miss Duran girl trying to slide her booty under that stall, bitch. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's usually not how it starts. It's girl. usually like I'm dragged into the stall. Ooh, ooh, you know? ooh, ooh, wait, are you the ones that hang out the urinal? And you just like are like you're hanging out, but you're not actually peeing. Are you her? No. Oh my god. <laughs> I've never done that. I you mean, haven't? I'm like, let's go. Let's go to therapy. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, oh, you know that happened to me once, like a few years ago. I was talking up with somebody in in the bathroom. Uh-huh. I swear to God, I don't know if it was ghost or a shady bitch. <laughs> my pants were down, and uh-huh. like you could see, my pants were down. Somebody reached under the stall and pull, try to pull me, try to pull me from under there. Literally, went, <laughs> I literally went like this. And then I opened the door and there was no one there. <laughs> Girl, I was like, ooh, wee. <laughs> Bitch. Yeah. Honey, she slipped. She slipped to life. Right. She oh slipped. Oh, my gosh. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a nasty so, bitch. But, um, <laughs> well, speaking of, going back to porn. So I, I got introduced to, like, um, squirting porn recently. Like, women. Squirting? That, what? Squirt, you, you, that, you got squirting okay. porn? Yeah, squirting porn. Oh, that's porn. been, that's been for a while. I didn't know that was the thing. Yeah, that's been around for a while. Yeah, I mean, like, the, this girl y'all are late. No, I mean, I'm not about squirting, but, like, she was, like, gushing water. Like, it was, like, fly on the walls and shit. Oh. That's nasty. Nobody to see that. That's <laughs> nasty. Next topic. <laughs> I'll send you the video after in a break. Oh, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> no, she's, she's going to send the video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she really is going to send the video, y'all. We'll post it on our Facebook wall. You're <laughs> <laughs> trying to get us banned from Facebook. All right, then we go get a call from Miss Arethia. I right. know. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, all right, y'all. So, we're going to go. Into this um second hour pretty soon. Oh, the messy hour. Yes. 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 I, I gotta uh, set everything back up real quick, y'all. So y'all can still talk about yourselves. You know, I had to charge my. But you real casual today. <laughs> I just I don't have. The energy you don't have now. no topics. What else? Okay. So well, Sarzar is looking very very beautiful, y'all. I know he doesn't like people bringing attention to himself. Thank uh, you. But he has a great shirt on today. Oh, lo- oh yeah. Which is the Lo- so the Love Deluxe album cover. Good. Girl. I know, I know. I know. Yeah. Come on. The bitch that releases so the album every eight years. <laughs> it's still as popular as fuck. She should, she should, she's due for one, right? Yeah. She's due for one. She's released two soundtrack contributions this right. year. The one right. for A Wrinkle in Time and then another one for another movie whom I yeah. forget. Yeah. It just came out. Like, <laughs> yeah, it came out like a month and a half ago. I listened to it. It's a good song, but I haven't listened to yeah. it. It's since. not Bell Street could so, talk. It's yeah. not that movie. Either. I always like tell people, always I remember. Think it was like, I think it's like a, uh, a documentary. Yeah. I yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. It's like a soundtrack contribution to a documentary. Yeah. But yeah, regardless, she is overdue. Sade, who is on our shirt. No, no. For those who Jeez. Yeah, Amazing. we always remember, it. and it's a great shirt. Shade, I do the woman. Shade is the band. Well, yes, yes, yeah. yeah. You know. Shade is the name of the band, but it is also the name of the. Like Alice yeah. Cooper, yeah. you know yeah. what? Like Alice Cooper, right? Or like the Dave Matthews Band, exactly. Yeah. Like, Ooh, oh, who do you go blow fish? Or fish, fish, fish. Oh, girl, fish. Yeah, fish in college, girl. My room used to love fish, girl. Mm. All right, y'all. <laughs> and love fish. We're moving into the second hour. You're listening to Chris State of Mind live here on Radio Free Brooklyn. We'll be right back after this promo. This is Queer State of Mind live on Radio Free Brooklyn, New York City's home for LGBTQ news and talk powered by the Queer Minded Radio Network. Join the conversation live on Twitter at QSOMNYC and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Queer State of Mind. And send us your news tips, announcements, and events to QueerStateOfMindNYC at gmail.com. I feel about 
petty game, huh? I like to wait for a good piece of shade. So what do you think about the catch track? Oh, I don't think of her. Ow. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait, are we talking about the new catch track? Um, yeah. A bitch exists because of you. You don't have to come well, for her. An idol is <laughs> the only living one now, and the other two died in a Whitney and Mariah. Yeah. So, you know. And shady facts. Are they alive? I mean, one's met, one, one is metaphorically dead. <laughs> one's talent is dead. One's career. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, she still has a career. The problem is she still has a career. One is literally because, dead. Because the young kids don't. The young kids. So, this is very fucking real. Queer state of mind. Radio Free Brooklyn. Yes, that promo. So we're going to get right into this um, throwback track. We have Mariah Carey, Joy to the World, the club mix from 1994. Yes, you're listening to Chris A. The Mind. We'll be right back right after this amazing track. Go ahead, Mariah. Go ahead on, bitch. Yes, honey. Myra Kerr, honey. That 90s church, honey. That's She's that 90s amazing. contemporary gospel music, right, honey. Right. <laughs> it's, that, it's that gospel house music. Yeah. <laughs> that Vanessa Bell Callow. Well, synonymous. Majority of gospel singers uh, sang not house. not house and um, disco in like yes. the 70s yeah. into the 90s. Yeah, of course. The way, yeah. you, the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. Right. All right, y'all. So we got to talk about surprise, Miss Jenna Jackson. Yay. Yeah. We we'll let, we'll let Jose lead. We're yeah. all that stands here. Yeah, go ahead, girl. But like, I feel like for me to win Jose's heart, I'm going to be naked in the bed, but I'm going to have Jenna come out the door so she's going to have to make love to me. I was like, I'll do it now. The queen is here. <laughs> <laughs> this is, that's his, honey. That's one of our one and only right there. We we'll all can agree that Miss Jackson is, she's it. Yep. She's, she's the goddess. She is it. Yeah. And what do you think about this? Well, I mean, long it's, time overdue. It's long time overdue. It's been. What is long time overdue? Well, she, uh, her induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She, she has been eligible since 2007. Damn. Yeah. And she started. So she's been eligible for quite some time. And she actually didn't get the actual nomination until like the first time she got it was probably maybe 2009, 2010. Yeah. Right. Wow. So it was some time and she kept getting shut out every year. And I mean, as much as I want to. I, I celebrate, you know, her getting in this year. I was really also hoping for Rufus and Shaka Khan to get in yeah. this year, but they, of course, of course, they did not um, make the nomination list. I believe the nomination list is Radiohead, Janet, Roxy Music, The Zombies, Stevie and Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Yeah. Stevie so Nicks good. is the first. And this is another thing. Stevie Nicks is the first woman to be inducted twice into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Really? She's inducted with Fleetwood Mac back in right. 1998, and this will be her induction. As Tina Turner is not. Tina Turner is not. Cool, so I can, I, I can Tina has I, never never been inducted. I don't know. Really? I think it's I, the Ike and Tina Turner review are inducted, but I don't think Tina is inducted, inducted as a solo artist. Are you serious? That's, that's, I, I have, that's I, I, I have look to, that up. No, 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 have, that someone can't. has to look it up to no. make sure. But no, yeah, no, that's no way. That's in, that will. I know. I, I can Tina Turner has. Yeah, no, I can Tina Rock and Roll Hall of Of course, because he's one of the creators of fucking rock and roll. You know. So if Tina's inducted, it's with the Ike. I can see an eternal review, yeah, but I sure. don't think she's, she's the inducted. She's the queen of fucking rock. Like, that doesn't make sense. I, it doesn't make any kind of sense, but it's that's an so institution. Well, Cher's not in there. Oh, she's not? No. No, she's not in either. Yeah. Yeah, Cher's not in there. Cher's not in there. Um, Diana? No. No, Diana Diana's not, is not in Diana there. Diana Ross also don't have no Grammy. Whitney Houston is not in there. The thing is, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has a sort of, you know, it's an organization that is, you know, comprised of white, cisgendered male men. Right. I mean, like it says, it says I can Tina Turner. Yeah. Yeah. It says I can Tina. So she doesn't have, she doesn't have one for her solo work, which I find to be completely absurd. Damn. 
That's insane. You know, being as she is the queen, she's the undisputed queen of rock and roll. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't understand why she doesn't. She's the queen it. of rock and the queen of rock and roll. Yeah. Right. Both. Um, be a little bit different, I, I'm, right? I'm glad yeah, Jenna's okay. in there, and uh, I told someone. But she's I, living in Switzerland, counting her millions. She doesn't. She, not, I, I she, just, she, she, she is yeah, not right. worried about right. it at all. Right. She's well, unbothered. Her son just died. Yeah. She don't care. Did she? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I didn't know. Her that. son died. Her son committed suicide. She said, "Her really? Yeah, one of her sons. One her. I don't know if it was the oldest son, but you know she has four sons. Yeah, but not all of them are. No, well, she has one son that's adopted son. Three of them. So she has one son with Ike and two. One one with Ike. One with the drummer of the band. No, she should have two Ike. Yeah, I think it's two. And she also adopted one of Ike's children. Yeah, yeah. So she got. She had four boys. Yeah. And one of them passed. I don't know if it was Ike's son or if it was actually a son that she actually committed suicide. He committed suicide, and then everything. Like when you watch the interview, her she's so. I hate to say she's so done. I think you can see the pain. Like she, she the way she talks about it is very stoic. It's almost like, you know, it's. Yeah, she did an Oprah Super Soul conversation. I think it like the interview happened like like the week after it happened too. So yeah. she was very matter of fact about it, and she was like, "I mean, right. also because like, I watched old. that interview and I don't remember." No, because she said, you know, she said she was doing he was doing well. I have bought him a house. You know, Tina's very old school Southern woman. She knows she take care of her family. She made sure before she gave her her citizenship, she made sure her family was okay. You know, or her boys. You never hear about her kids and any of that, or you know, her sisters. You never hear about that. Hmm. So and. Yeah, so oh, yeah. it's I, interesting. I dead, I think, right? Yeah, no, mm. I cannot believe. But, but Janet, though, like this, is finally in there. Yeah, she she's was. finally in there. It's much deserved. Um, as someone who, you know, Janet's music transcends genre. I mean, yeah. she is a pop R and B artist, but she she, she has doing... rock songs like Black Cat and What yeah. About and her her canon. If anyone who's familiar with her her discography listens to her albums. Her albems are very musical. She had Grammys creative for her. So she had a Grammy creative for her. She's the she's also the only she's the only artist to be nominated. Um, one of the few Black female artists to be nominated in the rock category. So she's been nominated in pop, R and B, dance, and rock. Right. in what, the what, Grammys. What category was it? Black Cat. She Black got Cat. she got a nomination. But because Black Cat hit the number one on, uh, on the rock chart. So rock oh, solo yes. performance. I think I think I think yeah, Donna Summer has at least one in that category for hot stuff. Hot stuff. Oh. Donna won. For, for, I think it was like uh, rock uh, female vocal performance. Mm. Yeah, Donna had a few. She had a few, she had a few things too, you know. But what I loved about Janet is this thing about Janet. Me and Janet, it was almost like, uh, like since Pleasure Principle, of course. Oh, God bless her. If you want to go all the way back, girl, you know when she the album that was written by uh, Angela Renee Winbush for your young kids. That was 1982. Her first album was produced and written by Angela yeah, I wasn't Renee Winbush. Her second one was like Georgia Marauder. So how yeah, yeah, yeah. But Janet was Janet has been doing R and B groove for a long time because that right. first album was it was all R and B. So whenever you hear like her, her do real R and B, like which did rock with you, that's smooth. Like that's my favorite Janet. Yeah, Just that, no one does like that smooth R and B like she does because she does that very calm, very like chill, like mm-hmm. neo soul type thing. And well, anyone, who, neo yeah, anybody who's a neo soul artist will tell you Janet Jackson down you know she, that's her genre and then of yeah. course you know she is the queen of dance sometimes you know it's between her and paula girl you know i go back and forth depending on the day i know paula was her teacher so they're you know the same. Yeah. they're the same yeah but no, janet, no, no. let's but, be honest ooh, janet, janet eclipsed paula yeah. many times yes over. yeah someone who loves paula oh girl live i was gonna go see her in staten island like she was doing a show in staten island bitch you are shady bitch i was gonna see her in staten island 
girl in Staten Island. Staten, that's where she was Shady performing. Shady Boots, girl. <laughs> With what? New Kids on the Block? No, it was a solo in tour. Oh. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was a solo uh, tour, and I, I, I'm kind of annoyed that I didn't go. I was actually going to ask you to see if you wanted to go. Bitch, I would have the, went to see Paula. Yeah, I actually would have. I would. I would. But I don't think she'll tour again after this. Like it was. Well, she, she, it she was shouldn't like, have. She shouldn't girl, have toured this time. Girl, tickets were on Groupon for like thirty five dollars. Oh. So I, <laughs> I don't think that she'll be doing this tour again. Well, oh. well, well we can go see Banana Rama. Here they're coming back. That's right. They're coming next. Oh. I think in they're February. very famous. Yeah. They come to U.S. Yeah. Yeah, they're coming in February. I will go see them. Yeah. But yeah, just to wrap up, um, Jen, I just wanted to say like she's one of all... at Madison Square Garden next year. Is that Robin? Wait, shut th- Robin that's the is. other thing. Robin she's is, okay. getting a shit ton of like legend right, she, awards and lifetime oh, yeah, achievement awards. She won all year. the um, icon and legacy awards. So she Who won Janet. Yeah, yeah Bill she's, on, she's on what I call her icon legacy tours. Yeah, like, she's yeah. literally going to every major. Do you know what I like? What I And God bless her, she says the exact same speech in every single one of them. But I love it. Remember we saw her and she was like this. I know. She was like literally. Let me put it this way. What I love about Janet is unlike the rest of her peers she's not out there trying to like stay relevant because she is Janet she is relevant you know, there about, are girl? girls out here girl? you know there are girls like Madge out here still trying to fight girls there are girls like her backup dancer um, Je- Jennifer Lopez that was her backup dancer <laughs> yes, was, yes, you know let's right. go let's go properly doing va- you know there are people out there trying to like still do things mm-hmm. and this bitch can still sell out sell an arena and has played a couple of stadium dates yeah. And can still do that and be like, I'm still Jenna Jackson. I don't have to fight these young girls because I create. You know, I like the fact she's not. Right. She's, she's the blueprint. Yeah. She's like, girl, no, I don't have to do that, girl. Right. Yeah. That's what I want to do like a And quick... I still love me some Paula Abdul. I'm sorry. Yeah. To... Girl, yeah. the house she's, down. She's always doing herself. Oh, yeah. and, and, and I love her. I love Just her. Just remember. She's forever that. your girl. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to do a quick recap of the awards that she has won this year. So she won the Billboard Awards. She won a Radio and Disney Award, the BMI uh, Hip Hop R and B Award. Uh, she also won the uh, what was it? The MTV yeah, uh, Europe, EMA, BMA. yeah, BMA Inspiration uh, Award or something. Yeah, like and then now the Mama Award, and she met BTS. No, yeah. Her son's BTS. No, no, BTS that's met amazing. her. Right. Yes, that's. B- BTS, BTS met, her. met her. Yeah, that's what I meant, girl. It's, 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 no, it's no, okay. It's fine. It's fine. No, we got to make sure, honey. Oh, she met. I don't know. BTS met her. She did not meet. And her. it's funny too because B- the BTS army they are this very thing. overzealous fans, but they showed mad respect for Jenna Jackson. Of they, course, girl. Because they know. It's just like they actually know. Right. Like this, like these. These are her sons. I right. said, mad mother. Right. Well, <laughs> first of all, there's too many people in that group. Yeah, no, like, I'm like, how this how, that's chat? How, that's how K-pop is. <laughs> that's how K-pop is. Like yeah. nine people. I was like, oh, girl, yeah. and you all singing in unison too. Seven, it's seven. Well, the funny thing is, like, <laughs> but why? The funny thing those groups, like, there will be uh-huh. someone. Like, I bet in the next year, someone will leave, and there will be. And then, you know what? Never know who it is. You know what? I'm not going to be a hypocrite because one of my favorite groups of all time has nine <laughs> members, and that's Midnight Star. You right. know, I live for Midnight Star. That's but there's true. another group. There's another, there's another yeah. K-pop group. There's another K-pop group um, called Seventeen, I think, oh, where 17. they have 17. three different sections. They have a dance section, they have a singing section, and they have a like a hip hop section. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they that's literally true. have members contributing different things to the group. Yeah, yeah, no, it's ridiculous. And um, they all look like lesbians. And it's by like, it was by like, um, it's, I think it's not actually 17 of them. It's like 13. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, BTS, a word on the streets that they might be doing Coachella. They might yeah. be doing Coachella. That's what? That's the lead? Potentially. No, I don't like that. Who is this again? BTS. Or BTS. K- yeah, I'll K- be K- very, very honest with you. I love that. Like, yeah. I, I, I didn't like when it started to bring the, the popular artists in. Like, you know, 
I didn't like when they had Gaga there. I didn't like when they had Beyonce. I don't like those type of people at right. Coachella. But I think it's only I'm, like one, like one yeah. portion of it. Yeah, but I like, but that's the people who are headlining. I'm like, right. you, you people are in stadiums and stuff like that. Right. Let the girls like first aid kit, you know, do, do, and I want like, you know, what's her name? Uh, that woman that, uh, the fake Tory Amos, Lana Del Rey. Oh, oh yes. I mean, I do love these from summertime sadness. Right. They, they, they call, call her the queen of Andy Pop. Right. And he's like, the girls, the, the girls don't know about. I know that you know. I love Mr. Tori Amos, girl. It, I love Tori Amos to the Amos death. Well. Like that's Coachella's like SZA. Mm. That's that's the right. kind of people you want to see there. Like right. I don't want to see Coachella. Like, that's not what Coachella is anymore. It's I don't think Coachella's become this sort of. Yeah. Well, as some as someone, Coachella's now been in existence for what. 15, 16 yeah. years. Like, yeah. it started as this little two day festival yeah. where it's changed. people it's like okay. Bell and Sebastian and Bjork would right. Right. Oh my God. I'll put it this way Janelle Monet should be a headliner. Oh, yeah. Headliner at Coachella. That's as pop as it should get. Right. Because there's still this purity of singer songwriter, of artist. But when it becomes like so, like mm, I'm like, eh. but you know what? I'm about to get my motherfucking life. Now that being said, if it had Jenna, if it, if it had Jenna to Coachella, I won't be mad about it. Because right. oh, technically, you'd be, <laughs> be like, oh, like oh, we have Beyonce. Oh, hold on, let's get let's get the girl. Pop gonna have match. Pop gonna cry her old ass over there. Girl. <laughs> well, she did. She did life Coachella is. back in '06 with the Confessions oh, she record. Did? Yeah, she's done Confessions. She she didn't perform on the main stage though. She performed in what? the club in the club tent. Interesting. Oh, it was great. yeah. It was a very. It was back when she should never she do an intimate performance. It sounds, nice. it sounds intimate. That sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but she should never do an intimate performance. I don't want to see I that. I disagree. I would love to see that. Is that is the only way that I will pay money to see that woman because I have given her really? no money. That I have no desire to see her in an arena. I have no. I desire saw her at a Yankee Stadium and I got my life. Now I did go I pee when she started just... to sing that masterpiece song. I said, "Girl, I got to piss." But when when that popper don't preach violence section started, I was like, "Oh <laughs> yes, God!" You know, that, you know. When... I would like to see Madonna do a theater. I would love to see her like yes. Radio City. I would love oh, to see her. Cool. She needs to do Vegas. That is a Madonna yeah. thing to do. Like she is the girl who wants to do because it all. Madonna can't really dance anymore. Like you saw her dance ever. To be in fair. her last tour, like she was struggling. The woman, the woman can dance. She can. can it's, she, it's, she could. She can you dance, could. but she can't she dance can, the way like, that she would want. As my friend Jamie Green said, time, with legacy artists, yeah. you have to sort of. Yeah. You have to sort of assess what you can do and what you can't. Right. Janet is a perfect example. Janet still Mother, dances at her shows, but she still she doesn't. She, she walks in points. Rarely honey. does the shoulder blade section of if she rarely does like these iconic. Breakdowns it. Is that the better. Dance? You remember? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I just yeah. call it the. You remember when we yeah. saw when we when we saw it uh, uh, at Barclays Center, honey? I don't think it's well. She did a pleasure principle. I was like, she, honey, she did that. To, I said that bitch is not going to do this motherfucking turn to the center split. She's not going to get up. She did that turn. She did it when she was nineteen. That's all. I she, know, she, bro, but she never had she to do, do that again. turn. I said, bitch, you do that center it's split. It's on film. It is on film, so she never has to do it again. Exactly. No, she did one. Once she did one, two, three. She turned. Girl, I looked down. I said, girl, don't don't do it. You you don't need it, girl. Don't don't. She's like, nope, <laughs> nope. She did it. No, she did not. Girl. She did not do it. She's fifty two. She's not gonna do a center split, no, girl. No. She's, she's like, she's, she's she like, only has done it. But she's but, but she does center split. And I saw. And Janet still. I mean, she Janet dances, yeah. but she doesn't dance like she doesn't dance in heels. She dances in flats. Right. She's right. like so. It's like you know you sort of have to you have to evolve the kind of person that you are as you grow with age. Yeah. And Madonna is someone who sort of struggles with that, or at least I. Think she struggles no, she with struggles with that because the thing about this is, Janet has always been a dancer. Janet does 
such hardcore dancing. She's right. she's dancing. Right. So yes, yeah. yeah, she needs flash. She's not. She doesn't do heel dance. This is right. hardcore dancing technique down. Jazz funk. Yeah. She's you know, not jazz, a jazz funk. You know, yeah, she's not. Right. She's not a. She's not a so, street jazz. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. Madonna's, uh, uh, Beyonce. They do even J Lo. They do more of a stage dancing. So they can wear heels and get their life. Right. Like Sierra doesn't wear heels when she dances because Sierra's doing fucking. Yeah, she is dancing. Yeah, (laughs) hardcore. So therefore, it's one of those things where it's like, like even when I saw Sierra do Level Up, I'm like, girl, are you gonna be able to do this in about two years? Because that's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot of shaking. But she can do that. She'll be probably doing that for the rest of her life. Girl, I I, I know. know. know She was already slower. It was like she was already slower than the rest of the dancers, but that was okay because it's like it was still yeah, it's still Sierra. Sierra. Fuck, it's still it's Sierra, Sierra though. It's still Sierra. That's what I'm saying. It's still mm-hmm. Sierra. Well, other girls I have to see that. that. Yeah. So you, you know, know, Sierra's right. a good dancer. And let's not forget Miss Maya, honey. Right. Oh, cool. I was going oh, to say Maya. Yeah. Happened to her. She can tap. That bitch tapped the house down, honey. No, 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 no. She did Maya. Maya is still around. She's an independent artist. Skill because she was the she was she was the biracial pull up duel, honey. Yes. Did you see the video of her stripping, showing off her titties and stuff? Oh no. She's what? Well, anyway, congratulations, Janet Jackson. You deserve it. Uh, we need to get Tina in there. We need to get Diana in there. One we day. need to get a lot of people in Cher. there. Donna is in there. She, yeah, Cher. Yeah. They were shade to Donna. They give it to Donna. Wait, yes, she died after she right. died. Yeah, right. she was because wow. she also wanted to be in there. Laura right. Nero, the same thing. The the, the 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 rock and roll. The the Academy of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has a notorious habit of really overlooking women or right. yeah. giving them their 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 due. Long after they're gone, right? Uh, and the thing, there are people when, people when people shift cultures, they need to be there, right? Like Cher needs to be in there. Right. Donna Summer shift her. She is, she is a whole generation. She's a she's changing. She's a whole generation. The only black woman I feel like they've ever been fair to is Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin was the first woman to be nominated exactly. to oh, have wow. gotten it. Yeah, she wow. got in in, 19, in like the. I think 80s. it was the 80s. Yeah, it was not the 70s. It was the 80s. It was right the, the criteria Wait a minute. you have to have is 25 years in the industry. Right. Really? Yeah. It, your first I mean, release has to have been 25 years in. So, like, it, whether it, it was a 45, yeah. an album, it had to have been released 25 years. Is Dionne Warwick in there? I'm, I'm not sure. sure. No. Dionne's not in there. Yeah, because no. I'm like, they're... Dionne's like literally like, the queen of pop from the 60s to early 70s. Starting with... But artists like her, like, I mean... I got to go back. Leslie Gardner. I don't know. Uh, she might be, but you know who Leslie? Funny enough, you know who you know who wrote all the song for Leslie Gore? Um, Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones. Interesting. Yeah, yep. yeah. Quincy Sounds Jones. He met her. Time. He was he was doing jazz and like, oh, we got this girl. So he met Leslie Gore. They clicked and he wrote, "It's my party, and you don't own me." That's Quincy Jones. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So Ms. I still Qu- haven't seen his, the documentary. Has oh, it's Netflix. fantastic. I have to watch it. It's fantastic. He his favorite person was Frank Sinatra. Yeah, because Frank Sinatra, he said we never had a contract, we just always had a handshake. Because he conducted Frank Sinatra's band, he said Frank did not play with me. He said when I wanted, uh, when Frank was playing Vegas and stuff, he's like, I need Quincy. Oh, wait, we're doing like black people. He's like, you're not gonna have Quincy. You're not gonna have me. Mm. So Frank, no, Frank always talked that talk. You talk yeah. So he always he was he was an advocate like that. He's like Quincy Juice, the only person I'm gonna have playing my band, arrange my music. He's like and. There was such trust. When you watch the documentary, you just he's like he revered Frank Sinatra and all these people. And Frank had him had come not come Basie. The uh, Frank loved his artists, and he did not play when he's like no, 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 no. So Quincy wrote all those songs. He did all the movie scores. It's so fascinating. He did the whole Donna Summer album. He was he the was... one that did the. Um, if you hear Donna Summer State of Independence, mm-hmm. if you never seen the little documentary, so the background singers on that Stevie Wonder. 
Michael Jackson, Dionne Warwick, Lana Ritchie, Michael McDonald, Kenny Loggins, Donna Summer Sisters. He had all those people singing back up for Donna Summer. Summer. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And you can see all in the studio. I was like, what? Yeah. No, the, oh, Dion, <laughs> Dion like, Warwick has a cigarette in her mouth the whole just, time. I'm like, of course you do. Michael's out. I was <laughs> like, you have to be a bad bitch and a bad yeah. motherfucker to have all these people sing back up for you. I was like, Donna, you had Michael Jackson, Dion Warwick. I'm like, what the hell? Right. Like she and she doesn't show up because she was pregnant. She wasn't even in the studio. Wow, that's insane. You know, I'll that's send you the little clip on, on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, send me the clip too. That's it's amazing. insane. I, I, I do, I've never seen this clip. Yeah, I want to. No, yeah. Let's get this clip. All right, so um, <laughs> it's time for our break music. Jose, who do we have? Um, ooh, quick quote. Let me. I know. I don't know the order of it, but I chose just three random like songs that I've discovered on Spotify's R&B playlist. The first one is Trey Song Solid. Oh, he's just, oh, rock. oh, so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Daniel Caesar released a new song called Who Hurt You, which is really nice. And then I chose a random song off the Internet's album. Um, I forget the name of the record itself, but the name of the song is Wannabe. This record actually just slipped under my radar because it came out over the summer. I think it came out in July, but I just only recently started listening to it. And it's a phenomenal album. All right, well, here it is. Here's our break music. You listen to Chris State of Mind live here on Radio Free Brooklyn, and we'll be right back in a moment. Make sure to take Queer Minded with you wherever you go. Subscribe to our feed at radioqueerminded.com slash QSOM. Or find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and other popular podcast networks. Just search for Radio Queer Minded. Now, let's get back in a queer state of mind. Yes. 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 Welcome yes. back. We were talking pop on the break. It was wonderful. Well, we do usually. Right. You know. If you're just now joining or listening to Chris State of Mind Live here on Radio Free Brooklyn, you better pour that drink, bitch. Yes, yes. Honey. <laughs> pour that drink, you bitch. <laughs> but, um, what was that? You guys see the meme where it was like, if you put Katy Perry's face on Paula Deen, you saw Oh, Paula my Deen. God. <laughs> the best meme ever. I have not seen that. Yeah. I'll find Baby. It. Send that to me. We it's need to start so, posting this shit. We need to we need to get a, a shady ass Instagram. You know she has a Christmas album coming out. Wait, who's it? Who's it? Who's Katy Perry got a Christmas album coming out. When when? Really? I mean, like Christmas is here, bitch. Right. Christmas well, album coming out in out. November. Oh, uh, well, it must have bombed. So I haven't heard of it. Well, okay. well, you know, did you you hear about the text messages? Oh yeah, that happened. Oh, okay, no, so what? let's talk about this. Okay. Text messages so what quick. happened was this. Kesha has sent a uh, a message to Lady Gaga and I'm going doing, to find this, during the um, whole thing that was happening. And so Kesha was like, you know what? You know, Dr. Luke has fucked this bitch and I need her to talk, you know, to just kind of be on my side. And, but Katy Perry's supposed to be nasty. Because mm-hmm. Gaga was like, well, you want me to talk to her? She said, I know she's nasty, but do you want me to talk to her? And Gaga said, I don't do the bitch, but I know for you, I'll talk to her. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know, I, I didn't know Gaga was going to catch with girlfriends like that. And Kesha's like, no, girl, that's not your battle. You don't have to do and I that. I have the just pulled up no, right it here. It literally yeah. happened now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it was kind of like disturbing because, you know, like they're, it just like they went through all like the different like layers and, and I guess phase, uh, phases of dealing with like um, sexual assault. Yeah. Like literally in the sex message to change. Yeah. Um, so I think it starts with Cash. She's like, I'm really upset with Katy Perry. And then Lady Gaga sends like, you know, like the frowny face uh, in response. <laughs> you know, like the, like the, the, these are actual text. Yes. 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 Like yes. 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 So, yes. So, yes. So, and then exactly. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. It's already screenshotted. Like, oh, but he said to me, I'll be Katy Perry. I'll be, I'll be Lady Gaga. You'll be Cash. Oh, reenactment. Yes. Okay. 
Yes, let's do that. Hold on. Okay. So, so probably in an egg doing that. So who published? Text. Yeah, exactly. Who, who published the text? Somebody Some shady. Business. Uh, I don't. I don't remember that part to be honest. Uh, I'm putting it in the, yeah, chat the group right chat. Now. Yeah. So yeah, we have a group chat, guys. If you if you want to be one of our only fans, you can join our group chat too. <gasps> <laughs> oh, bitch. Oh. Okay, I'm ready. All right. All right okay. So, so who am I? You're gonna be Kesha, right? Yeah, I'll be Kesha. Okay. okay so let's go with it. Okay. I am really upset with Katy Perry. Brownie face. Did you do something? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I meant her. <laughs> Why are you talking in a sexy way? She could bring the whole thing to a head. Did she? But she won't. Oh, right. Yeah, that is tough. She um, ugh, she was <laughs> raped by the same man. Um, It's sick. She is probably really afraid to lose something. You are really strong standing up to him. She's not as strong as you yet. Have you talked to her? You're right. I need to find sympathy and empathy for her. She's so mean, it's hard. Do you want me to see? Why are you laughing, girl? This is know, not funny. Like, <laughs> like do you want me to see what well, do you want to want to see if I can talk to her? I know she's me. Are you friendly with her? No. OMG, <laughs> <laughs> <OMG>, no. <laughs> she makes me angry about shit. I think it was I'm assuming that shit. But but I just try to have sympathy empathy for her. Oh, that petted the bitch, honey. Oh, ugh. I mean, I know why she's not coming forward. You are right and very insightful. I mean, she probably hasn't even accepted it yet. <laughs> Maybe it's not my battle. I mean, it was like... I mean, I'm sorry. That I, mean, is... I don't... I don't know about that, yeah. you guys. Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. I'm sorry. No, no, it's actually... Me. No, no, it was from our disp- uh, uh, disp- um, deposition. Right. Yeah, it is. It really it, is it from is, deposition. It literally is actually, from, like, it's the... It's a deposition. She yeah. actually, Gaga responded, like, me and Katie are fine now. Like, you know, she said... Yeah, because people were, like, cool. trying to, like, you know, like, make this for you to think on social media. And she's just like, we're not worried about this. We're 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 good. Even though Katy Perry did, like, that shady-ass tweet about um, 21 Pilots talk about make our album number one over a star's bar, and she liked the tweet. Yes, the thing. There are people who are going to be what who they are. Yeah, yeah. Katy Perry, she don't have her time. The thing about she, it is she, 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 she got her life. She, she had all the hits. She hit everything. She's in the top you, ten. You, ha- like, you have eh, to be. I'm, I'm you done. have to be interesting as an artist. Right. Uh, really good at what you do. This is how you survive. Right. You have to do that. She's Katy not. Perry has been pounding the same pavement. Mm-hmm. She's you know, she tries she's so has, hard. She's pounding. She's pounding the same pavement. You know, uh, other girls pound the same pavement. Beyonce did not pound the same pavement. You know, she changed it up. You have to change it up. People, you might fail. Right. You might not. Mm-hmm. Gaga didn't pound the same pavement. She literally went from here to here. You just got to keep doing this. Make people interested in you. They don't Hell have to Rihanna. like you. Mm-hmm. They don't like Rihanna. They don't have to like you. Yeah, you just exactly. have to be interesting. interesting. Exactly. Yeah, Rihanna was just like, I'm interested. But Katie Perry's like, like, let me make a song. Katy Perry problem is this. I was watching Wendy Williams and this woman was like, you know, we got our whole Girl Scouts, uh, Girl Scout troop and we took all the girls, 12 year old girls to see Katy Perry. I said, that's your problem. Mm. You got 12 year old girls, 40 of them going to your concert. Mm. You need grown people to go to your concert, not right. 12 year old girls. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, granted, I, mean, well, I will get my life at a Katy Perry concert if I'm drunk and high on Molly. Girls, though, right? <laughs> That yeah, but, but somebody's her, gonna pay for the tickets. Right, but yeah, yeah. but it's, like, it's just even. I mean, I think it's not even just about the p- money. It's like your fan base of twelve year old girls. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah but, but you, you know, like people like, grow up. That's the, that's the issue. Like people grow up they out grow of that. Up. They but, grow up out of it. So like, like you oh, need well, like a a fan base who is going to. They can be young, but they can involve with you. Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, I mean, as much as we give shit for Taylor Swift, I mean, her fan base has evolved, and like she how has legions of white gay men. 
Yeah. Yeah. Weirdly. She does. She has white people. Uh, let me go ahead and just say this real quickly. Let me give mother her tans. You know, she is the highest uh, grossing tour act in the U.S. Like ever. Right? Like ever. She, yeah, sl- she's, she's, Taylor, she slayed yeah. the yeah, girls the, the house down. Uh, Eclipse the Stones is yeah. a new repetition. She made like $345 million. Wow. She's fabulous. I, yeah. I do love me some Taylor Swift. Mm, Ooh, I don't girl. trust her. Mm, I, like her. I like her. Look, I, always, I, would, I would say I this I would say this much about Miss Taylor. She's not my favorite artist, but that bitch can write a fucking song. She can write a song at House yeah. Down. That yes, bitch yes. can write a song at House yeah. Down. I love her writing. You know? I love her writing. She's a good writer, honey. Because I don't love her, but I do like respect what she has done in certain areas. I mean, she's the only woman to have like. Right. Like, you have to all, get those tents, yeah. She has yeah. all the. Um, she's had like four fucking million dollar a week albums in a row. Yeah. Million oh, seller, yeah. million sellers in a row. You know, I can't be mad at that. Right. But I think as a like I said, as a diva, you have to know what you do, right. and what you do well, and if you you have to change with the time, because, funny enough, let's even go this way, the people who know the Gaga from 2008 she's not the same person Shallow is not the same person as um, Just Dance right so that's a different fan base you know right. then you know it's like oh this is a singer songwriter person right here this is not I like this pop artist. this is different and that happens with every artist Beyonce same thing Beyonce is more R&B driven right now than mm-hmm. she is pop driven you know, you know, I like my drag Beyonce girl. I got my life check on it all day. But, you know, <laughs> oh, but, you know, it's you have to evolve with the time, but still do you. Mm-hmm. Right. Unlike you know, Madge. but still do match. The thing is, it caught up with match. Match just got to a point where she is not ahead of the game. She's mm-hmm. behind. And that is so hard for her because what's funny, if this match went back and did her old shit, mm-hmm. it would be hits now. If match was doing more pop records like not trying to be like, bitch, I'm a done. I'm like, girl, really? I think one thing that right. I think it'd be interesting if she were to do like a, I think it'd be kind of interesting if she did like a cover album of her old stuff. Like she like re recorded her old songs. Why like, not? It's her own stuff, the same sound. I know she won't. To be honest with you, I want more Ray of Light. She'll view that Ooh, as a Ray of Light would be amazing. Ray of Light is everything. Yeah. But it'd be yeah. kind of funny if she was like, I'm going to re record every, like, not every song, but like what? record a couple songs. Maybe not the songs that were hits. Like maybe just like, so, just, like songs that were on the albums, re record them as like new songs. So for, real like, quick, you want to do that. All the time. Let's yeah. say this real quick before we got to talk about All Stars. Yeah, talk about All Stars and get into um. Uh, dates coming up. What's your favorite Madonna album? This- oh, favorite Madonna album? Oh, shit. Erotica, I guess. Okay. Erotica, 1992. Erotica. Erotica, 1992. Jose? I really love music. Music, mm. 2000. Ooh. Yeah. I do like music a lot. Antoine, if favorite Madonna album? Vogue. With Vogue. Uh, I'm breathless, I'm 1990. Yes. Uh, my favorite is 1986, True Blue. That's true. That's a good album. That's a distant second. That was actually the first Madonna record. No, I so hey, Beth be- has stories up there too for me. Yeah, oh, Beth's stories. It's, it's very yeah. difficult because the thing is, for me, I don't think Madonna has overall a strong album. I think Madonna has amazing songs, right. but. There's never been an album that was str- like a prayer like, was probably the strongest in in, in, in uh, like Ray of Light. Yeah. Like yeah. Like like the, the, yeah. the first of her records after I, I think no I think. She's just I don't know. I, I measure albums in a different way with someone like Madonna than I do like other artists. And I oh, just don't sense. think like her albums of most of them, even the real good ones, have some things that are filler and that are not that great. If we're looking at it, Ray of Light is probably her best. It's like mm-hmm. her magnum yeah. opus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what you mean? But I, I, even there are songs on that that I'm like, oh, she could have oh, left that Shanti. out. That's like, Candy Perfume yeah. Girl. 
I think, no, I, like all those. I think it's the songs towards the tail end of the record that I feel like they're kind of redundant and not that great. Substitute. What I liked about music is music is ten songs and it never like it's it's just it's perfect. It's never it's never boring. It's never it's to the point. True. In and out. That does and have what it feels like for a girl on the album. album. Right. That's like a remix yeah. for that. So speaking of what it feels like for a girl, oh. Antoine, tell the people the dates you have coming up. Before we talk about Drag Race here, you know, because we're going to flap all these queens. Oh, yeah. So, I yeah, I well, this is not directed towards Drag Race, but I have dates coming up um, where I'm going to be hosting at uh, several um, events around the city. So, we have Strut with Derek Todd on Tuesdays. I'll be there. Uh, also, Love Break at the Bryant Park Hotel uh, with Sony with an I. Um, that's on Wednesday. Then uh, Fridays at... Good behavior with Sony with an eye, and we also have Layla Benantes, who are um, the DJs. That's those are every week. Good behavior, strut, and love break. So those, yes, oh, yes. So you guys have to check Tuesday, it out. Wednesday, Friday, you have to check it out. So, girl, drag race, bitch. You'll watch. Yes, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't I seen it yet. It happened last night, though. So yes. Yeah, sorry. I put it up on I thought it was good. I think so. I DVR did. I thought it was really, really good because, you know, I like drag queens and they were all doing drag. Yes. I don't like fashion. No, girl, no, because I don't do fashion models. Some of them do. Yes. Some of them do just model. I'm not here for that. I There's something about, and this is probably just me. When I went to see the Work the World Tour at Town Hall, I was almost a little bothered by it. Not because they weren't good, because. You had to stand in line. You had to meet the drag queens. And take, it was very celebrity-like. I'm so old school. I'm just used to walking up to a girl in a bar and be like, bitch, you're a sickling. You know, that authenticity, it almost, it was like taking away, like, they're like, oh, you know, let's take a picture together. You have one minute. Ugh, that just didn't, didn't work. But you know what? They need to make their money. So why not? They need right. to make them they work hard. Because but. if they, like, they allow, they allow you know, several people to do that. Oh, girl, you're wonderful. Like, yeah, tonight, and they're doing it for free. It, it, it's exhausting. Absolutely, you know I mean? and so it's, yeah. But I also find it interesting that, like, you know, with drag performance, <clears throat> that's something that they do, right? Like, like that's part of their like the con, like whatever. Right. Like, you have to like do these things where you just like stand and take pictures. But like, if you were a, like, if this was Janet Jackson, like, she, she wouldn't be like, oh, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for an hour and take pictures. Right, right, like, right. No, like she'd be like, you can find me on stage. Right? I get it. You I get know? it. And I, I would okay. And I would say yeah, this to people: yeah. there are people that are there are people who are good at drag racing. That people who are good at drag. Facts. It's right. very, very different mm-hmm. because I always say at the end of the day and my, I always have a problem with young Queens because the young Queens are going from Instagram fame to performing in theaters. You're not cutting your teeth at the club girl, making sure that when there's seven people, you're making sure they look at you like that. The best drag performance I saw was at rock bar. It was this, oh. this older queen, princess, oh, yeah. princess, princess Jasmine. Mm-hmm. There were maybe princess 15, Jasmine. 15 people in the bar. The bitch did the whole dream girls fight scene by herself. <laughs> Lip syncing. Mm-hmm. And seen, it I was I've seen her do that fire. <laughs> it was fucking, I was like, she's amazing. This is the, what? Like, it's like, it's that. It's like that cutting your teeth that way. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, they had Monique Hart, um, oh, uh, Luzon, Latrice Royale, Trinity Taylor, Pheromone, um, Valentina, Valentina. Uh, who else is who else was there? Hey, Naomi Smalls, Naomi Smalls, Jasmine Masters, Jasmine oh, Masters. Oh, how's Jasmine Masters? Did you <laughs> Jasmine Masters in that uh, that Instagram post about the Jasmine music. Masters. Um, uh, without giving it away, uh, Jasmine Masters had a tough oh, I mean, yeah. a Gia gun. 
Jazz Massa had a tough uh, 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 thing at it. Well, also, I mean, I feel like she's been fighting RuPaul, well, Drag Race. Well, no, right? I think Jasmine Masters is not a girl for Drag Race. She is a drag queen that is for the internet. Mm. She is a good queen, but she does not know how to play the game because Jasmine Masters is one of those people who is very real, mm-hmm. sometimes to a fault, will not bend, you know, and... She, yeah, so she had a rough go at it, but they're good. Right. You, they're gonna, you're gonna love it. No, uh, all these queens, these queens. Manila's my mother. Oh, yeah. Manila, Manila's yeah, Manila's great too. Manila's how's, how's Monique doing? Monique Hart, fantastic. I mean, I love her. And I got, She's wonderful too. Okay, Mo- but Monique, you see, Monique's a drag fucking queen. Yes. She's a drag queen. Like the the, the way she talks, she's a performer. She's, yeah. she's that bitch that makes you Come laugh. You're like, girl, Monique's hosting tonight. I'm gonna have a good time. And she's so sweet. Yeah. She's so sweet. She, she is really all is of that. Really and no, nice she brings all of that to it. You know, her brown cow scent. Like, the whole thing is <laughs> she's a drag because she's a man in a dress. She's not trying to be fish. You know, that's the whole thing about it. It's, right. They're all good. They're all really, really good. And I'm glad G is on there because they have a, a trans a queen. Right. The one thing I would say is New York City, weirdly to me does not have trans drag queens because you know you know like, not a lot that are you know that from ohio being from ohio shows. you know like we, we know have, we're 90 percent trans queens yeah. queens are that's how and they that's, work that's who i grew up with and yeah. knowing, and going to uh i went to celebrity uh as girl a, as celebrity a te- <laughs> as a teenager girl was star and and, and i i all, i was Ce- like these are i didn't know I actually didn't know what trans was when I was younger. And Celebrity I was like the big gay club in girls Dayton. and boys. And yeah. I was like, these are girls. They're, they're boys. Yeah. What you were, what I saw you as, mm. right there, that's what I Dude, There was number of trans so, queens, girl. They had the titties, and, girl. Had that cement in their face, yeah. bitch. Oh, yeah. Down. And, they're, and I didn't realize until I got older. I was like, wow. I've always been in the trans community. I've always. always right? grew, I grew up knowing... And I grew up just mm-hmm. half the queens there. you knew were trans, but you didn't know yeah. you didn't even I know they were, no they were they were they were trans women. So let's they think were about just that. Women and men, and you know what they decided to be. You know, right? So, so yes, that's about it. Watch the Drag Race, girl. It's good. It's yes, but good. but who do you want to win? Really quickly, <laughs> let's say I love Monique. I would love Monique to win, but I think that Drag Race is now a whole different situation. Monique is a drag queen, and I don't think they want a drag queen to win. They want someone to win who is can represent the brand. Mm-hmm. It's different. Like, Monique is fun, but I think Manila is more of the brand. And Manila's great, but I, I will go see Monique in a barbie fight with Manila. Not saying oh, yeah. Manila's not great. It's just, it's just different. Manila's more the brand. And, of course, the drag queens deserve that. They work too hard. Right. So they deserve to be a brand. Right. right. I don't think Manila would be in a, like a bar, per se, yeah. though. Like, I, yeah. I don't even think Mon- uh, Monique, I, although I, the first time I actually did a, I did a drag show with Monique. Yeah. Um, and I was in drag, and she was twirling her ass off, and she's amazing. Um, yeah, but, but she's just like, walking around the thing doing that, you know. But like that, um, I have never actually gotten to perform with Manila. But when I um, look at the whole big, the big picture, I think that Manila probably would be in a more of a yeah. setting in a theater, a small theater, right? And then yeah. I would I, also even a bar for um, right. You know, but as far as a girl walking around through the crowd at the bar, like like when I saw Vivacious at when I saw Vivacious at um, um mm. Monster, bitch beat. I live because I was popping her fan, giving the girls that that is a whole different energy. And so that's like that's not what Drag Race is, mm-hmm. right? You know, Drag Race is more of 
it's not beyond that. It's just different from that. You know, this is more the girls who are reaching out to the people in that sense. Okay. You know, you know, I, I know, it, you know, you know what I mean? You mean yes. Yeah. You know, but I want, I, I just, you know, whoever wins is fine. I don't care. I just don't care who wins. They're all good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're all good. I don't care who wins. I yeah. love Monique. I love, um, we'll see Nyla. how the season goes. Yeah. And it can go anyway. Yeah. yeah. I, I think yeah. I need to, I need to see more. Definitely. The same thing with, um, Peppermint and, um, oh. And we had uh, no, Sasha it. Valor. Yeah. When those two were up against each other, I was just was like, I know them both very well. Yes, I work, I work so closely with Peppermint. Actually, I was just with her the other day. I and love then, as a Peppermint girl. And then also Sasha Valor, her um her partner and I um were we worked together many years ago as actors, and oh. so I've been very kindred both. So it was the same. Cool. All, All right, right y'all. y'all, this is our, uh, our oh. might be our last show of the year. Oh my god, it is oh, our last show of the year. year. Yes. Well, happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. We'll see you in January. Thank you for listening to Chris State of Mind.